Hey, this is LaToya with Clueless Attempts, a podcast of a normal girl's clueless attempts at fitness, nutrition, relationships, and life's everyday struggles. I am by no means nutritionist or doctor, but I am a personal trainer. So listen up because we need to talk. You can either get ready or change the channel. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Uh, for those who listened to my first podcast about clueless attempts at veganism. And if you haven't listened to me before, welcome. I hope you enjoy my content. So today's topic is clueless attempts at running. So how do I even start this? I mean, I dislike running with a passion. There's nothing I enjoy about the act of running. I am, you know, I like to, I won't call myself a bodybuilder, but I like lifting weights, whether it's heavy, light, anything of though that capacity, but not running. I won't say cardiovascular because I do the stairs or I do the rower or I do the bike, which is my favorite, but I don't run. So I'm going to give you you know, what I did to help improve my running. Um, I'm going to let you know how running started for me. I'm going to let you know uh, what I learned from running and possibly, or no, not possibly, and where I'm at now today with running. So let's be clear. I am by no means a runner. Um, and I have, I don't have a fast mile time. That's just me. My mile is at its peak was a little less than 10 minutes. That's for me, that's uh, great for others that run a lot. That's slow uh, for others who don't run at all. They're going to be like, Oh my gosh, 10 minutes is amazing for a mile. Um, but that was the goal I was trying to attain at the time. So how did running, how did I get started with running? Well, I, I call myself an athlete because I've played sports all my life. So I've played basketball, I've played tennis, I played volleyball. I ran a little track, wasn't that good. I did sprints. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I think the best I did was a four by four. And really it came down to my teammates. They were the anchor and they were incredible. I was the first leg and I was the slowest person. So I definitely slowed the team down, but I went to a Catholic school and the team of girls or the team in general was not that big. So it didn't take a lot for me to make the team. You know, I made the team and I ran a 400 and it was ridiculously horrible, but they picked it up. And that's how we won. A lot of things was because the last two anchors. Uh, so I definitely appreciate them on as a child. And that's really how I got started with, with running. Uh, you know, running is different when you play sports. Anybody that's ever played basketball, knows that they're short spurts. So you get a little rest in between there. Uh, I wasn't the fastest person, so I could, you know, pick and choose my moments that I decided to run. And if you ask my cousin, she says that I run like Peyton Manning. Uh, and I told her the day she told me, cause I played basketball when I was older and she said, you run like Peyton Manning. And I said, Peyton Manning doesn't run. She's like, exactly. 
That's my point. And I was just like, uh, defeated and boom, she dropped, she dropped the mic on me. I mean, I was just like, forget you. Um, so, but either way, I still played sports. It didn't matter. Uh, tennis was my go-to sport and everybody says, well, you, you gotta be able to run and you play tennis. No, I was good at tennis, but it was, it was definitely short spurts of running and the practices that you did, at least for me, were never long distance. What we did was more agility drills, sprint drills, uh, match tennis type drills, you know, going back and forth. Like I said, short sprints. That was kind of what we did. And I got my butt kicked by a lot. So it was a very quick match. Um, or I had, I made sure it was a quick match. I was definitely a serve and volleyer player, which is you serve it, you come up to the net, hit it and end it. I was a better doubles player than I was a singles player because I was good at, um, I was good at defending the net. Uh, but you know, I played singles because that's how my college team and my high school team worked. So after, um, you know, getting started in sports from an early age, uh, even actually in high school, when I tried out for the high school basketball team, the coach said she's pretty good, but she needs to get in shape. So being the kind of person I was, I, I did my best. She ended up leaving and I did my best to get in shape, but it wasn't that good. I wasn't that good at basketball. That's just, I was okay. I was an okay player. I definitely was a Dennis Rodman emulator. I wanted to rebound. I wanted to block out. That's just my dad taught me fundamentals, which is, you know, make free throws, make layups, rebound the ball and block out. These are critical. So if you know any, if you don't know anything about basketball, this went right over your head. If you do, you feel me and you know what I'm talking about. You know, now that you guys know a little bit about my background with sports and running, I guess I should talk about after with running, you know, the lessons that I learned over the years with running. So after I graduated college, I got more into fitness and working out and lifting weights. And that's when I got into, that's when I went to personal training school uh, after college and a little bit after a few years after that. So I figured out you got to practice. Running is one of those things that you can't just expect to be good at when you first get out the gate. And it's also not something that you can do for a long time then or at least a decent period amount of time and then stop and then expect to be where you're at initially. That just doesn't happen. You must, you must practice. It's not, it's not something, I mean, there's very few people that are just God gifted people at running. And even the people that are fast still practice. This isn't an Allen Iverson. So anyone that knows basketball, I'm a huge basketball fan, might I add. Uh, he's like, practice, practice. We talk about practice, practice. So this guy, <laughs> if you go back and Google or YouTube, uh, practice Allen Iverson, you will see what I'm talking about. And then you can research the article on where this came into play. Uh, but you can't expect to be great. It's just most people aren't that good at running. You have, you know, one, you have your over overweight people. So you definitely should not run out the gate. You should start out the game by walking and then doing a little faster pace walking and then jogging, walking. And then eventually, obviously, as weight is lifted and pressure is lifted from your knees and your joints and things like that, you can do a little bit more jogging. Um, and hopefully at that point, you, you know, eventually you might fall in love with it. I can't say I fell in love with it. I have dedicated a good year 
to running um, because I was training for uh, squadron officer school, which is the Air Force, um, but military members go and then also civilians can apply and go. And I was a civilian that applied and was accepted. So in order to succeed there, you have to take the Air Force PT test. So if there's any military members out there, they, a lot of them believe that Air Force or well, PT tests in general are just, you know, kind of, I won't say a waste of time, but not a true, true, um, characterization of what it takes to be a soldier. So either way, for me as a civilian and someone that didn't run, I had to run. Um, I'll talk more in depth on, you know, how I prepared for SOS. If anybody is, well, if you just to listen to how I did it, uh, and how I passed, but needless to say, I did practice every day because at the time you have to run, I had to run like a 15 minute mile and a half. And when I first started, I was sitting at a good 18 minutes per, uh, for a mile and a half, which is, uh, slow. You know, if you, I go back to, I think when I was 25 or so, I pretty much got it at 1520, but obviously now I am 36. So I hadn't ran at that point at 35, I hadn't really ran that much. It was few and far between. Again, I said, I did stairs, the rower and a bike. So don't assume you'll be good at it. Because you think you're lanky or you have the right build. You're like, oh, man. Or you're you're no stocky and you think, oh, I'm going to be a great sprinter. Don't assume you'll be good at it. Because honestly, if you were to go against someone who was good, you'd be like, oh, man, what the heck? I'm an athlete. I should be good at this. No, it's just sometimes it's just different than what you're used to. You know, I'm an athlete, but running is different than what I'm used to. You know, sprinting long, di- long distance is really different from what I'm used to. So... That is one of the, 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 the main things of a great gut check, a great humbler is going out there and trying to run a mile. A mile is not, at least at this point in my life, it's not very long, but it's definitely like a reality check for me uh, because it's hard to guesstimate a mile. You know, should you go out fast? Because what happens is if you go out too fast, by the time you finish or by the time you get close to the finish, you have 400 meters, which is a lap around a track. If you have a track that's 400 meter laps, um, you're, you're gas. You're like, oh my gosh, I still have another lap to do. You really, a lot of people underestimate a track or outside, you know, um, I definitely did. I was thinking, oh man, this is nothing. Four laps around, five, actually in my case, six laps around a normal track or the track on our base is three laps around. So it's half a mile per lap. You definitely don't know what you're getting into until you try it. And practicing was insane and I was just exhausted. But if you listen to my earlier podcast, I'm a zero to 100 type of person. And in this case, I was all in. I was definitely 110%. Every day I committed to push-ups, sit-ups, and running. That was what you had to do. If you were behind and you were struggling to make it, you have to push yourself and you have to commit to doing it every day. I was sore. I was tired. I didn't want to get up, but you commit. And that's the same with running. I don't want to run. I don't like to run. But I'm committed to it. At this point, once I got to the academy, I had to run 
uh, a 5K. And on top of the 5K, I had to run additional, I think it was an additional mile and a half. And that's more than I've ever ran in my entire life. But I had to commit to, I had to make sure I stayed, like I said before, practice. You have to practice at it, especially if you're not good at it. And that's what I did. And I succeeded. I made the 5K in time and I did not fail the mile and a half at the end of the, all the obstacles that we had to do. And that's one of the one lessons. If you can exceed your expectations that you have for yourself, that's amazing. The whole point is, you know, you don't have to set your expectations super high, you know, definitely think realistic, but the point is get up, get out of your bed, take one step at a time and walk. It doesn't have to be fast. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to compare yourself to other people because I have a hard time doing that uh, in life in general of thinking, you know what, they did this and this amount. So I got to be better than them. No, you don't. You just have to be better than what your expectations for yourself are. If I've done it, you know, right now I'm running a mile at 12 minutes now because I haven't been uh, training. I haven't been practicing like that. That was an intense practice. I was practicing every day. So now that I'm completed with the school, I run probably every few days. So, and then honestly with COVID, it's been few and far between because I've been lazy. And when you don't have a goal, I mean, just all transparency, when I don't have a goal, it's hard to get up and do things because I love lifting weights and I miss the gym like crazy. I miss having all those weights at my disposal. So it's very hard because I don't like running to get up and just run every day. Cause that's really other than body weight, that's the extra. And if you have equipment, that's your exercise that you get to do with COVID is walk and jog fun. Not for me. And people used to tell me all the time, Hey, you'll, you know, you'll grow to like it. Um, it's been a year and I've yet to grow and like, running. It's great for heart, for your heart, but I don't like it and I won't think I'll ever like it. It's great to be in shape and it's great to go fast and it's great to look lean because running, you will, I mean, if you eat right, you will get leaner and you will have a different, I mean, that's just the way it is. You'll just have a different build and you'll change body compositions, but that is really it. I just don't like it. So, you know, to kind of end this up and find out where I am now, like I said before, to be transparent, I don't run as much as I used to. I run when I feel like it. I run, if I'm in a good mood, I'll get out and run. I'll walk because it's it, when it's bright and sunshiny. But if it's not bright and sunshiny, I'm not going anywhere. If it's not warm outside, I'm not going anywhere. I'll get, I have a cycling bike, but I'm blessed to have that. Everybody doesn't have that. I'll get on that bike real quick before I even think about walking outside and taking a jog. I entered this contest. Well, I'm not the fastest, but I just wanted a goal. So I entered this McCurdy, McCurdy mile, a mile run. Well, of course it says mile run. And I think it's every other week. So I had guesstimated my mile time to be 12 minutes and I got it in 11.59. Well, 11.58.8, but it rounded up to 11.59 on my Garmin. And, you know, I was proud of that because I hadn't ran on a consistent basis in a long time. So I was good with that. That was 
what my guesstimation was. And I exceeded that by a second. It doesn't matter if it's a second. Doesn't matter if it's two seconds. Doesn't matter if it's a minute. You beat your expectations. And that is the goal. And I think I want I want you all to remember that you beat your expectations. If your expectations is I've never ran a mile before. Okay, I've never done anything. I've never got off the couch. Okay, well then get up and try to walk. Whether it's with a walker, whether it's, you know, uh, um, whether you can walk and just get out there, just go grab a friend. Sometimes it's easier to walk with a friend and you can talk with a friend, you know, just to get those steps in. It's baby steps. It's, it's, it's you know, like I say, exceeding your expectations. That's so important. You know, self-confidence, that's that self-boost that I was talking about before that you say, gosh, darn it, I did it. I did it. It's 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 a crazy feeling to when you accomplish something and when you're done, the relief and the jubilation that you have to have finished it. I I mean, I can't even explain to you the feeling it was to pass the test, just the Air Force PT test to get into the school. I was so nervous, but I knew I had the tools to succeed because I practiced. I practiced and I knew I was there and I knew that I could push myself, which is a whole nother mental game. Mental strength is so important. So if you haven't worked on your mental strength, I definitely think you need to do that. Whether it's meditation or things like that, or whether it's self, self, uh, um, self, you know, talking to yourself. I don't think that's crazy. Answering is a different story, but talking to yourself, saying you can do it, you're the great, you're pretty, you're you're fast, you can succeed, you're an athlete, you you know, these are your baby steps, these are, you know, all it takes is one step at a time, and next thing you know, you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going until you succeed. You know, self, I guess, affirmations, and telling yourself, uh, prophetizing on it, that I'm going to complete this mile, I'm going to p- complete this 400 meters, or half a mile, or two miles, or a half marathon, a 5K, well, I'm going backwards, 5K, then 10K, half marathon, then a marathon, if you choose to. I won't be a part of that, but I will cheer you on and say, go, 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 because you can do it. You know, I had this tattoo that my father had always taught me, and it says, finish the race. He's always said that ever since I was a kid, and he, I mean, he knows I can't run. I have two left feet talks about me all the time when I I used to I used to do I'm off topic but I used to do uh jujitsu and uh uh not taekwondo but uh muay thai and he came in one time him and my mom came in one time to the gym and uh they were talking to the coach and we were done he was like oh my gosh you have two left feet but good job good job which is true I do doesn't matter it's okay I am doing something And that's all that matters. You might not be good at it, but you're doing something. So he always told me, you know, you start things when I was, since I was younger, you start things, but you don't finish. I need you to finish the race. It's like, I don't care if you're last, finish the race. Don't stop. So I have that as a reminder to myself to always finish. And that's what I did getting into the Air Force, uh, finishing the Air Force PT. And then when I got to SOS, I made sure I, I ran uh, I, some of my teammates didn't run as much <laughs> at all, but I made sure I run because I knew it wasn't, I wasn't that good at it and I needed to practice. And what did I do? I completed that 5k in time and I completed the whole race with my team. And my team was so proud of me and so like excited because they knew as a civilian, it's, 
it's not something I do on a daily basis. I don't have to exercise. And considering some of the guys that I had in my group, they do exercise on a daily basis. That's something that they do, but I don't. So, I mean, that felt so good inside. Not only that, to get my peers to say good job, but for me in my head saying I did it. You know, I told my friends, yes, I did it. I completed it. I completed it. Uh, you know, there was moments that I was like, man, I didn't complete it in the, you know, the time that I want or I didn't do this or I slowed down or I walked. And they were saying, but you finished, you finished the race. Isn't that your whole mantra and what you say? You finished the race. Yes. So it doesn't matter if you walked, doesn't matter if you crawled, you finished. So you need to be proud of your accomplishments because I'm human and I do that. I compare myself that I could have did better. I could have fixed this. But at the end of the day, that didn't matter. I finished. So that's how I'm going to leave you guys. And I hope you I hope you listened and I hope you got something out of my story and my lessons learned because I want you all to go back and, you know, try a little bit of running. Even me. I mean, I will make it a point to even with this COVID stuff to to run a little bit more than, you know, a couple times a week than what I'm doing now, especially, you know, like I said, I, I entered that contest and it helps for me to enter different things. So if you just get one foot off the other, you know, cause I know a lot of us might gain weight during COVID, you know, I'm sure I probably did. Um, and I'm sure others have. And then there are some ones that stayed committed and had a home gym or had some equipment that kept pushing and did some body weight exercises. And I'm all for it. I'm game. I'm like, congratulations, keep it up because at the end of the day, we all want to be healthy. We all want a healthy heart because during this time it's so important. It's so important to be healthy because you want to be able to be strong to fight everything, all that, not just COVID, but everything that's out there, everything as far as viruses and diseases and things like that out there, you want that strength. So nutrition and exercising is very critical. And guys, that's the show. One thing I say to my friends all the time is no one listens to me. So I hope you listen and I hope you tell others to listen to clueless attempts and tell them to be ready. Until next time.